I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what what are you you not saying? Happy Thursday. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in. This is your first episode. Welcome. This is going to be a really, really good one. I can feel it already. We're diving into overcoming fear of change. We're very excited to dive into this, but as always, I want to jam on how we did and you did saying more, being more, doing more this past week, every week. If you don't know, we will always check in with you. A um, pulse check. Yeah. Get a little <laughs> pulse check on your heart, your mind, your soul. See what you did. It's really easy to just keep going on in life and never pausing and checking in and celebrating with yourself and reevaluating and being intentional about your life. So we're going to take some time to do that. And Jordan's going to kick it off first. So how did you more? Yeah, you're on the spot. So how did you say more, do more, and be more? Mm. I I, I feel like I know this one right off the bat, even though it feels emotional, but we'll see. Hopefully I can navigate this. Um, Okay, so I feel like I said more in this last week in specific regards to my dad having a terminal illness and really like speaking up about that that's not something that's like easy for me to talk about and I really feel like I named some of the things personally and deeply going on in my life and some of the changes I'm having to navigate like going on with my family and how to like communicate with them during this time when I'm like basically in Colorado and they're in Ohio and so that hasn't been easy but really speaking up in regards to talking to them and just naming it um, out in the world too to help anybody else that maybe is navigating something similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really even see you in like letting somebody in. I think that's kind of an easy thing to tuck away, um, big or small. Many things are really easy to tuck away, so I'm proud of you for leaning in. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's a big deal. So me, it's you. my turn. Tell me, how did you say more, be more, or do more? Um, I think I did more. I feel like we've just been moving our bodies more. I did more of the things that are bringing me joy and back to myself and reconnecting me back to myself. I feel like I put more intention in like getting outside and going walking, um, doing Jordan's breathwork program, just resting when needed, yeah, just trying to take some pressure off. And I think we talked about that last week. Um, so I think I did more of the things that light me up, which therefore takes some things off my head, mm. which is nice. And I feel, yeah, I'm like, I'm navigating through it. I feel like I'm currently in it, but we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to celebrate you in that because I feel like I've seen a different or a shift in like your energy, which is funny because we're literally talking about like change in season, just change overall. But I've seen you kind of navigate 
um, just everything that you've been dealing with like the last week and with such grace and it hasn't maybe been easy but I feel like you've been leaning into like you said more of the things that you love and let you up to handle all the pressure yeah proud of me (laughs) proud of y'all yay look at look at us go um all right let's dive in let's dive in I love talking about change um change is a constant in life and it's really a change in season this morning we had snow our first snow in Denver very exciting so wild so it was just fall but obviously it's still fall right Kind of. I mean, there's, like, still leaves on the tree, but it feels like winter is, like, already sneaking in. I'm, I'm not sure what to expect here in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely such a change. Like, see, I always, like, kind of looking at nature and seeing, like, an external representation of what happens when we change. So let's mm-hmm. dive in. I think one of the first things, yeah, you take it away. I think going into right away, like, what is what is our relationship to change, right? Like, I think that's such a good place to start. If, if we're going to talk about change in general, is like how, what is your relationship like to it? Yeah. Do you avoid it? Do you lean in? Do you love it? Do you create chaos for change? Mm-hmm. Like what, what is your relationship to change? How often, like the frequency of it, that, that you accept change? I know some people that have, and there's nothing wrong with this, but like, you know, some people have had the same job for like 50 years. It's like, where are we creating change in life and how much of it Mm -hmm. and you even said yesterday that change is a catalyst to growth absolutely yeah I want to hear what's your relationship to change and maybe a past version of your relationship to change and what you kind of currently more so Mm. have with it I think past version to change was I loved it but from an unhealthy standpoint I loved it because I unknowingly created chaos constantly in my life and like that's where change would happen and I would be like oh this is a good thing like I'm evolving but the involvement that I was having actually wasn't great growth it was more going in circles versus moving it like almost like a roller coaster that's what I think growth kind of should look like like a roller coaster that climbs upwards right like there's still those lows but it's still Mm -hmm. going up and mine was more of like a circle (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think is the best way to describe that. <laughs> like, I'm not really going anywhere, but I'm changing everything. Yeah, exactly. But it's, like, keeping me in the same circle. But I'm like, why the heck is nothing actually changing? I still actually am not really happy. So, mm. great. So, now, though, I feel like <clears throat> I have a really dynamic relationship with change. So there's That's a cute word for you. Oh, thanks. Dynamic. <laughs> I think there, there's still a part of me that will create it, that will create a little bit of, like, chaos. <laughs> there's still that part. But there's so much awareness around it that I still see myself moving up, like that roller coaster that's still going up. Mm-hmm. And I lean into it way more. Like, I don't really avoid change that often I feel like I lean in where I still struggle the most probably and you're gonna laugh about this is like I little things like I get my mindset on like where we're going to dinner that night and if you try to tell me that we're going to something that's completely different food type like if we're going to Mexican and then she's like I want seafood I'm like whoa whoa oh my god (laughs) this is a lot I said we're (laughs) moving everything tonight (laughs) so it's more like the little things now I'll notice that like that stubbornness like wants to to kick in so I don't know I have a pretty good relationship to change now um but it's definitely dynamic well you dynamic that's it I like that word with you um we'll talk about how you kind of got to this place too like how do we actually overcome change um towards the end but 
I feel pretty similar in like the like I I created more chaos. I feel like um, I would change things like or, younger Kelsey. Yeah, younger Kelsey would create chaos. I I thrived in chaos, and I thought that was a superpower, which still can be to this day. But I would create like little. I would. I don't know. I would just kind of cause like chaos. Like everything would be really smooth, but sometimes smooth felt really unsafe. So then I would just like change up. Go ahead. No, this is so good. It's almost like that upper limit because that's what I was meaning to say. It's like when things were are so good, that's what I meant by the chaos. When things yeah. get too good and you're like, how can I? And you don't like maybe consciously say, how can I like mix this up or mess it up? But when things are so perfect, we sabotage the relationship or the career or the... <clears throat> I don't know anything. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. You make sense. <laughs> um, also, like knowing I'm like an interesting mix. I'm a Manny Gen, genera- I mean, um, Gemini, which like Geminis love change, but my Enneagram 9 like doesn't like change. So it's a very interesting thing, but I feel like I actually lean into change pretty easily now in certain ways. Like, I, Jordan's looking at me like, you don't like change at all, I feel like. No, I'm looking <laughs> at you like, <clears throat> you actually handle change really well, but she handles the oddest things of, like, change, you guys. Like, I'm not kidding. When I first met her, she got her bike stolen. This is such a good example. She got her bike stolen, and most people would be, like, upset, putting up, like, flyers. Like, it was a nice <laughs> bike, okay? She's like, uh, it wasn't meant to be. Somebody else probably needed it more. So, like, those kinds of things, I feel like you adapt and change so well. Whereas, yeah. like, I would hold on to that and yeah. not accept that change for a while. Like, that would linger for me a little bit. I definitely think the external <laughs> things are very easy for me to change. Mm-hmm. Like, the big external things that I think a lot of people value. I just have done a lot of work on that because I spent so many years chasing external things and getting it, getting all I wanted um, that I thought was going to make me happy. And so now it's more just, like... I almost, which we'll talk about this, of like people actually don't fear change. They fear the loss. So I feel like I almost, I struggle with change when I think about what I'm going to lose or what I'm going to have to maybe do or navigate to get there. Almost like your routine. So it's more like you uh, struggle with change in like your internal world more so. Totally. It, Mm -hmm. It feels, yeah, more off. I can like, we can literally move everything tomorrow and I don't have to have any of the stuff that we have and that always is fine um but it's some other things mm-hmm. that felt more intense yeah that makes sense <laughs> so why is change so I want to know like even thinking for you like what is your relationship to change so like start asking yourself and maybe you could even kind of like maybe one of us resonated with you and understanding kind of yourself even a little bit more I think that's the first step to understanding what is the thing that you do with change? Do you mm-hmm. run from it? And we'll talk about that here in a second. But change is hard sometimes. And there's a real reason why. Because I think we could sit here and be like, yeah, we all know that like, oh, yeah, we need to change. If we don't like something, change it. If you're not comfortable, invest in yourself. If you don't like the relationship that you're in, like change something about it and go get help or talk about it. But it's often very it feels a little more unsafe for us than just like us babbling about, hey, go change things, right? Yeah, it almost like <clears throat> feels scarier to change or feels like it's going to dysregulate your nervous system or pull you out of like your little cocoon, I think, as you like to call it. Mm-hmm. And so I think from that standpoint, it can feel more painful sometimes to change. So I just want to note that that is very like normal 
to feel a level of discomfort and pain when we're changing because that is that is growth and sometimes it is a little bit lonely or scary or uncomfortable um to Mm -hmm. to make big shifts or even small ones yeah I think something that really helped me was starting with like small things that I could change to prove to myself I could change them and I was safe and I was okay building up to the bigger things so it's almost proving to yourself that like you are okay with change mm-hmm. so it's like you're like tricking yourself almost with like small things and building that level of like trust within yeah creating new experiences because maybe you have like maybe your childhood you changed so much maybe your family was a military family or you were going back and forth between parents or change was like you never knew what was coming it was just not a secure place or whatever like an old thought that you have about change it will then create the present day emotion or experience and relationship that you have about change totally so it's like that trigger that goes off but it could have been because of something from your younger years like even as simple as like Say you're younger and you went to a Mexican restaurant. I don't know why I'm using that as an example. Is, are you hungry? I, I, maybe. Maybe I'm saying <laughs> Mexican. I don't know. But Girl's like talking say, food. Oh, yeah, it's like Thank a you. love language. Say it's you go like, to a Mexican restaurant and it was like the worst experience and you got food poisoning, right? And it's just like terrible. And so now as an adult, you never want to go there on date night or with your friends. But it's like, how can you maybe rewrite that story and and change it and shift it? Like, maybe that's not the case now. Same thing with, like, moving. Maybe you moved around a lot when you were younger and and you you hated that. And now as an adult, like, you literally don't travel or go anywhere because of that. And it's like a, a trauma response or survival pattern. Now you want to be rooted. Mm-hmm. How can you pull yourself out of that a little bit to show yourself that you can handle that change? Yeah. I, when you were talking, I would just wanted to go into, like, if you, um, if you're listening to this podcast in general, I think that you really want to, like, step into your fullest potential, become your best self, like, do big things in the world, like, whatever it is, and elevate your relationships, thrive in all areas, staying comfortable in like the, the what am I trying to say? Like staying comfortable in whatever you are doing is when you actually are stagnant and get in trouble. So basically it's like if you're okay with just enough being okay and like you always say like An settling. Line. Yeah, yeah like or like settle. Yeah, if like you're actually, if you you get in trouble when you are settling for an average life. There's a quote, I forget who it was, but I have it written down. It's like if you don't, if I don't get in trouble, and like that's sometimes what we always think, if I don't get in trouble or if I don't, like literally just that, if I don't get in trouble, that's enough. And that's when you get in trouble. When you kind of give yourself like, well, that's enough. Like I've done enough or I'm I'm safe right here, so I'll be okay. That's when we get in trouble from actually not stepping into this next version of you or that bigness that you want to step into and that relationship that you want and the life that you deserve is when we're just okay with it all being enough Mm, that's so good and that's so true yeah um and like we said I think I want to hit on more like what and you went through a lot of change and we all have gone through a lot of change but (laughs) yeah quite a bit (laughs) did you want to talk about your change (laughs) um but people don't like write this down and remember this like you actually aren't fearing change you often are fearing loss Mm, of what is so you want to jam on that and get 
There are so many areas to go into with this, but like really it's almost like a grief, whether it's a grief of an identity, a grief of a relationship, a grief of that something else won't replace it. It's like all these stories of that that thing or that I, that identity is kind of dying. Like I know for myself, I had a different life for a long time and it was scary stepping into who I am now because I was more fearing almost like that that loss of like who I who I was like I had all these stories around it and a lot of them were like external things like letting go of a house and moving into an RV and doing those kinds of things like you become almost a different person and so I think it's normal to to really grieve the change that you're stepping into Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to name on that? I feel like you wanted to go somewhere and you stopped yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I did, kind of. Well, I just mean, like, it's an identity, right? Like, whether you went through a divorce, like I did, or you would go through um, a miscarriage, or you go through a, um, like, you go from being with men to women, or you go from, I don't know, help me, give me some examples here. Well, just, like, any normalcy that you have, living in a certain town, being around certain friends... Um, going out to certain places, anything, like wearing certain clothes, like any normal thing that we have, um, that really disturbs us. And when we, any disturbance happens like in our life, we don't want to feel disturbed. Like we're always seeking to run from pain and to go towards pleasure. And so it sometimes feels a lot easier to stay in what you're in whether it's the life that you don't like or the relationship that you don't like or the job that you don't like or just your own thought freaking process or your own body, um, it's sometimes a little bit easier to stay in all that because it feels really scary to let some things go. Yeah, And that can be a plethora of things, like whatever you really value. Um, And when we have to let that go, it's like, whoa, whoa, lady. (laughs) yeah I think even our bodies like our nervous systems prepare like like that fight or flight it sometimes feels safer and calmer to stay in what we're in even if that's not really true we almost like trick our mind into thinking that like our comfort zone is safe when in reality like you said it's actually like a trouble zone let's start calling it that it's not a comfort zone zone. it's a trouble zone trouble you You don't grow in the trouble zone Trouble zone. You had a little twang, cute twang. Did I? Yeah. I was even thinking about like in the RV, like when I left in the RV or made that change or even investing in like a program that I knew was going to change that would like required money and required an investment and time and like what I was going to have to change with my freaking habits. I was Mm. like, damn, I'm going to get called out here. Right. And it's like, that's like Starbucks runs for a moment. Yeah. It's like no more like certain things I knew that weren't going to, um, really support me with where I was going and they weren't going to fly with my new goals and my new vision. Mm -hmm. But with like RV stuff, it wasn't that I was scared to actually do the thing. I was more so fearing the loss of all those things, like being in a familiar town, knowing where I'm going to eat, like little bitty things that our subconscious brain doesn't even know, like making sure I have groceries and knowing the gas prices and all that random thing that we literally like survive, like safety, water and shelter. Like that's the stuff that we actually fear um, more than change. Yeah. Shoot. 
That is. That's really good. Mic drop. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about like we want to give you some like tangible things to really how to overcome change and. Um, and when we always say this, I want to name this, you know, I'm particular about this. We're not wishing like things away or changing things about you. It's either like, how do we embrace it, um, heal it, be with it and like bring it with you. Like if you fear change and that's okay, it's normal. Um, so how do we create a better relationship with change and start to overcome that? I did want to note when you had mentioned that, like, yes, there are sometimes things that we need to cut out, like you had named, and but sometimes they don't necessarily, like, fully need to be cut out. It's more looking at, and I think I said this to one of my clients the other day, it was like, how can, how can you move the needle forward every day and still make those, like, adjustments? So, if in regards you were naming like finances right like investing in a program or something like that like maybe it isn't cutting out the coffee or cutting out things like that but what things can you do so that you can still move the needle forward and invest in the program and maybe you don't have to cut something out maybe it's just like a few like habit changes and things like Mm -hmm. that but sometimes we do need to make a few modifications that are maybe making us uncomfortable or taking a step back before we shoot forward almost like a slingshot so imagine that any setback is a slingshot forward boom love that for us and we're gonna speaking of that like I think it's so easy for us to just keep piling on like habits and routines and things without reevaluating is this aligning to what I really need right now and to who I really am I think we should do like a new year thing on that yeah, like a really big ref, um, reflection. Like every month even just like, and actually every month I'm doing free breathwork yeah. webinars um, called Reflect and Release to do just that, to reflect on the month prior. Are you moving that needle forward? Like what things are aligning to what you're wanting that life mm-hmm. or that month? And if it doesn't, then like what changes can you make? And it doesn't have to be the same every month, mm-hmm. um, but just constantly checking in with yourself. Beautiful. So you can move forward. Beautiful. Well, let's go into that because that, that's something that we'll jam on is like those daily small promises that we can make to create new experiences. But I think we'll go into like two different things to overcome change. I thought I was going to have a hiccup. Number one <laughs> is re, we, we'll, we'll jam on this a little bit more is like not we want to live a life where we respond versus react. And I know that you probably can resonate that sometimes we just are reacting or we're living on autopilot versus like pausing and responding. And when we like biggest thing is don't react to fear we want to respond to fear so instead of just like a relationship with anything if we're going to if we have a relationship with fear um typically relationships need nourishing tending to loved all those things and then we can kind of understand fear we can seek to understand it we can be with it and we allow it in we're like, oh, okay, I kind of feel comfortable with this. But if we're constantly always running from fear, just like if we have a relationship that we're always avoiding, when we get around that person, we probably don't feel very comfortable around them, right? There's not, it feels like really uneasy. So just like fear, we want to lean into it and nurture it just like any other relationship when it comes up and you have an opportunity to, I mean, just like, yeah, just like change if we have an opportunity to lean into that. Um, and start getting comfortable with that in like the daily things. Absolutely. And I think like for me, for those daily things and even like things that we have like our our clients implement is just regulating your nervous system. So, and I just talked about this last night, which is just grounding, grounding yourself. Like how deeply can you root 
to regulate your nervous system so that you're not in flight or fight or flight so that you're not reacting and that you are getting to respond. And that happens when our nervous systems are extremely regulated. Yeah. Um, what are ways to regulate your nervous and system? Yeah. So we can do that with breath work, meditation, tapping. You can do grounding exercises, um, like earthing, like literally you can put your hands like in the dirt, just standing barefoot in the grass, maybe holding rocks or just touching a tree, like getting really close with the elements of earth because nature truly does heal and regulate your nervous system. Mm -hmm. Um, cuddling with your puppies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listening to music. Mm, moving I, your body I think listening to music is like a huge one for us so it's such like so the healing frequencies and stuff yeah moving your body doing like soul flow or yoga or different things like that journaling all those things can calm and regulate your nervous system um and I would say the other thing is and this one will maybe take time if change feels newer or like harder for you but learning to embody resiliency like fully embodying resiliency so knowing you that you have this unwavering belief that no matter what happens to you that you're going to be okay i think that is one thing and one gift and superpower i am so grateful that i've like endured and really taken on the last few years is knowing that no matter what happens no, literally i've went through probably an immense and not probably I most certainly have went through an immense amount of change in the last year and through all of it like I've had people say like how are you make it look so easy and people have said that to you too like because we both sold our all of our stuff and moved into an RV and if you missed the first episode that's how we met um but we I think make it look effortless and it's only because we've done this work to really embody what it means to be resilient and to know Mm -hmm. that no matter what we will always be okay Mm -hmm. when we're faced with change so good I'm proud of you my little resiliency woman oh cute um yeah the other thing that I feel the more and the more secure and like she said safe you are within yourself the less change affects you and we named this before is when I was leaving for the RV many people would doubt me many people would be like they would project their fears onto the change that I was making in my life. And if I wasn't secure and safe in who I was and what I wanted, it would be really easy for me of not to done that, right? Mm -hmm. And then I would have been pleasing and going back to old patterns. But the more secure and safe, even like our relationship being with a woman, never done this before, but I am so sure, more so than ever, right? I don't know myself completely. We're always changing and evolving. And a year from now, I'm going to be like- You're so sure? You're ready to be with me forever? Well, that, yeah. No, that- Your face is really red. I mean, like, I'm so sure in, in, and that too. And myself, like, I'm so safe and secure in myself that anybody's, like, judgments or opinions or whatever it is really rolls off more so our bag. I think we actually don't ever get affected by anything. 100%. I mean, yeah. Like, considering we've never ever done this and anybody that has ever said anything or give us looks or whatever it is, it's just like, whatever. Like, it doesn't bother us because we are so safe and secure in, in who we are. And that's such beautiful work is when we can get there and know who you are on really deep levels and understand yourself on deep levels and be in your power. Life gets to be so fun and you can change and do all the things that you really want to do, which is, yeah, living life fully alive, which is what we're all here for. And by your own rules, because one of the ways that you can measure for like my type A people that are listening, like me, if you want to be able to measure like, am I handling change better? Um, 
is not asking for people's opinions to validate the change that you're making is right or okay. Because that used to be one big thing I did is anytime I wanted to make a change, which was very often, I would check with what other people thought first or listen to everybody else's opinion, similar to what you Mm -hmm. said, Mm -hmm. before I would act on the change or feel okay to do it. And what, like, I would be like, Oh, what do you think about me investing in this program? It's like $10,000 and people be like, Oh my God, that is ridiculous. That's crazy, whatever. And those start to seep in. And I think when you start to handle change in a more healthy way and coming from a place of responding versus reacting and outsourcing your power to others, yeah, then you're able to truly make all the changes that you want. And like Kel said, live the life that that you really desire and on your own terms as you deserve. Ooh, I love that. (laughs) Well, whatever change you have been thinking about, whatever change maybe has been on your heart or you're fearing or you're just wanting to step into more, if you needed a sign, here's your sign. We're rooting for you. We hope you lean into it and, yeah, start to respond to it and get comfortable with it maybe in your day-to-day life first and create some magic in the mundane. That's a fun way to mix things up too. So. Go All right, shake people. Some shit up. Be a <laughs> wrecking ball in your own life in small or big ways. Love it. Love <laughs> it. We'll see you guys later. All right. Bye.